0: Welcome to the Words of Hope podcast, weekday devotions from the diverse voices of Cathedral of Hope, United Church of Christ. The devotion for today, Monday, August 31st, was written by Reverend Dr. Neil G. Thomas and is narrated by Beth Wilson. Today's words of inspiration come from Revelation 3 1 through 6. New International Version. To the church in Sardis, to the angel of the church in Sardis, write These are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I have found your deeds unfinished The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in white. I will never blot out the name of that person from the book of life, but will acknowledge that name before God and the angels. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Hear today's words of hope. The book of Revelation finds itself as the last book of the Holy Bible and is highly debated among theologians as to its content and implications. Some say it is a prophetic writing that details the end of the world, while others say that it is John's second gospel, full of imagery and allegory detailing John's vision. What we do know is that the book of Revelation was written as a letter and circulated among the Christian churches at seven important cities in Asia Minor, a region of the Roman Empire that is now the western part of the country of Turkey. There had been several waves of persecutions of early believers by Roman authorities, and the vision offered encouragement and assurances that God was still in control, that the forces of evil would eventually be wiped out. Some have attempted to turn the book of Revelation into propaganda, associating it with various events today. However, it seems clearer that John is specifically addressing the Roman Empire and its emperors. The third chapter is addressed to the church in Sardis, which was the ancient capital of Lydia and was the home of Aesop and King Croesus. It forms part of the letters written to the seven principal churches, and each message praises the church for its strengths and encourages members to correct their weaknesses. The entire book ends with an assurance that Christ is coming soon and that there will be an eternal reward for their faithfulness. This idea of an eternal reward has been a driving force and motivator for Christians throughout history. I mean, why would anyone want to spend eternity in hell when you could spend it in heaven? And yet, the notion of eternal life is not something that comes after death. It is something we can live in the here and now. Nor is it something that happens to us. It is about our transformation from the inside out. Eternal life begins with a change of heart. And works itself onward so that all our lives, the inward and the outward, reflect the values and goodness of God. When we make the decision to be a follower of Christ, it is then that the Holy Spirit intervenes in our humanity, allowing us to be Christ like in all our ways, not just some. It is this encouragement to which John points the seven churches. But in this encouragement, he also offers a warning. When our humanities and egos take over, empires and emperors become gods. Today, we see this reality in our own world, in our government, in our institutions, and yes, even in our churches. In the book of Revelation, John warns us of the coming end, not an end that Jesus users us into. But an end in which we are devoid of God. Let us pray. As we begin this new day, I pray that we might take a moment to evaluate our own lives, considering this good news. Are we being changed from the inside out, bearing the hallmarks of godly living and values? If not, how can we change course, repent, and decide today? to step into the eternal life that God promises. I close this invitation to be changed with the words of the last chapter of the book of Revelation, chapter 22. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And it closes with these words, the grace of Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. On a personal note, Today also marks the 23rd anniversary of the death of Diana, Princess of Wales. I remember that day like it was yesterday. I take a moment to honor her life and to note the ways in which she modeled Christ-likeness in her compassion and kindness toward many, and specifically those who were, in her day, rejected and ostracized due to the impact of HIV-AIDS.